Right, last time we spoke was in Glasgow. You beat Talis Latis. Uh, it wasn't quite a home game for you. It was as close as you were going to get. Tell us quickly a, b- a bit about that and how, much, how important it was to you to get back on British soil and get another win. Yeah, well, well, of course, you know, I mean, any time. I mean, as you said, Scotland, it wasn't quite home territory, but it's the UK, you know, so you know, we are all one. And I, I still feel the same. I wasn't saying that just because I was in Scotland. I'm not going to change my tune now. Yeah, it was great fighting fight Scotland and obviously part of the UK. But, you know, fighting in London is much more special for me. It really is. I've had some um, great performances there. I've got some great memories. I've fought there three times. This will be my fourth, you know, and I've got a very, very tough opponent. I would say my toughest opponent yet that I've ever faced on UK soil. So my biggest fight yet in the UK, in London, hopefully in front of a sellout crowd. I'm very excited. Yeah, give us a bit of uh, give us a bit of an, an assessment of Gago Musasi. I mean, he's a hugely talented guy, but he's I don't know what it is. He, he just hasn't seemed to have picked up that that momentum in the UFC. He's been a little bit up and down, but you know, in terms mm. of skills, he's got the lot, hasn't he? Yeah, absolutely. Skill-wise, you know, he's uh, he's one of the best. You know, I mean, in boxing, he almost represented the Netherlands at the Olympics, so that speaks to his boxing uh, sorry, boxing credentials. On the floor, he's amazing. He really is. His submission game is uh, second to none. And, um, you know, he's very, very experienced. He's been around forever. Um, regarding... You know, the momentum in the UFC. You know, he lost to Jacare. That was a bad loss to Jacare. He surely got, um, 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 you know, dominated in that one. He had a close fight with Machida, but we all know Machida's a very, you know, tricky customer. The fight with Uriah Hall, he was, you know, we all know he was dominating that fight. And those guys could fight another hundred times. And Musashi beat him every time. But uh, it was just a perfect storm, you know. Uriah threw the kick. Musashi dug down for a takedown, and it landed. So, um, you know, in some ways that kind of puts me in a hard place, the fact he's coming off that loss, because, you know, we all know how dangerous he is, and that was kind of a fleet loss in, in many ways. So he's going to be uh, looking to rectify what, what went wrong, getting back on track. So he's going to be very motivated. So all those things together, that makes a very, very formidable opponent. And, uh, you know, you've been, doing this, you've been doing this for a while now. You know, you're not, you're not exactly a newbie at this, uh, at this uh, UFC lark. I mean... How much? How much is your? How much of your fight preparations changed over the years in terms of how you actually get ready for an opponent? Yeah, you know, I'm, I mean that that is a, an interesting question. I guess I still train as intensely, but I think the volume has come down a little bit. You know, in the past, yeah, you know, and I guess it's a sign of you know being a novice in some ways. You know, I, I always wanted to push, always wanted to do more. You know, but sometimes less is more. So uh, you know, I listen to my body. I'm, I'm 36. I'm not 26 like I was when I first got in the UFC. So you know. Some days, you know, it's painful. It hurts being in fight camp, getting pushed and kicked every day. So I train smarter, but I still train just as intensely. And of course, for this fight, you know, I'm coming back to England, fighting in London against Gegard. I have to win, you know. So I will be leaving no stone unturned for this training camp. But when I get home, I'm going to put all the pieces into place, and I will be doing something different for this fight. I will be visiting one of the big camps. Not sure where yet, but I certainly will be mixing up the training. Okay, that's interesting. And, you know, you've been doing this for the best part of a decade now, you know, doing the training camps, making the weight, putting the gloves on and getting in there and fighting. How much longer do you think you're going to want to do this for? 
Well, I still thoroughly enjoy it. I really do. I'm passionate about it. And I'm still very competitive. You know, I'm fighting the best guys in the world. And for the most part, I'm winning, you know, my fight. Um, so as, as long as I'm still competitive and I can still compete with the best in the world, then I'll strive to do this. I love it. It's my life. So, um, you know, there's plenty of life in the old dog yet. That's good to hear. And uh, we've got we've got quite an exciting crop of young British uh, fighters coming through now. You know, people like Tom Breeze yep. in particular, who, um, you know, he looks like he's going to be involved in this card on on, uh, on February 27th as well. What advice would you would you give to to one of those sort of young fighters coming up through through the, uh, the UFC roster as, as someone who's been there and done it for ten years? Sure. Well, I, I would tell them to um, dedicate themselves to it 100 percent because the wars in this sport if you dedicate yourself and you're talented enough the rewards are fantastic so um, dedicate yourself leave no stone unturned you don't want to have any regrets when you get older so do everything necessary to succeed in preparation in the fire camp on the night um, make the sacrifices exercise the dedication and enjoy yourself is there anyone among that group um, those those young guys coming through is there someone who sort of caught your eye who you think has got the potential to go all the way and maybe become a champion one day yeah, well, you spoke about Tom Brees. He's certainly a guy that has potential. Darren Till is another one that certainly has potential as well. Um, so, you know, I mean, there is a few... There's, there's a, a new generation coming through, and I'm excited to see what they achieve. Absolutely. Um, tell us a bit about this uh, this burgeoning media career that you're, you're, you're building up for yourself. You've worked... You've, you've obviously got the Fox stuff, which is which is going great, guys. And uh, you've, moved into, you've moved into radio now as well. Pardon me, sorry about that. Um, yeah, yeah, well, I have, yeah, I just started with uh, Sirius XM Radio. We've got a show every week, myself and my co-host, Luis Gomez. Um, you know, the opportunity arose, and it's only two hours a week, you know, so I can still do that in between training and things like that. It's not a distraction. And we all know I like the sound of my own voice. <laughs> I waffle on far too much. So, um, you know, the opportunity presented itself. I, I did a test show. It was a lot of fun. And I said, yeah, sure, let's give it a try. You know, I mean, I'm doing an eight-week trial period. We'll see where it goes from there. Um, but I'm having a lot of fun. I did it live from uh, London last night. And, uh, yeah, you know, I mean, the Fox stuff is going well. I've got a movie uh, in January to film, but that's only four days. It's kind of a small part, but it's a pivotal role in a great uh, prison movie that's going to be released next year. So, um, yeah, you know, things are going well, but as always, first and foremost, my primary focus is my fighting. Make no mistake. Absolutely. And uh, are you going to be working um, for Fox this coming week in Vegas with all these fights we've got coming up? Yeah, yeah, that's right. I, I land home uh, later today. I commentate for Shuto tomorrow. And then Wednesday, I fly to Vegas to work the top fight finale card and then obviously the big one. UFC 194. Speaking of which, obviously, you know, we've got those two big fights at the top of the card. Uh-huh. That co-main event is one that's obviously going to be of particular interest to you. Yep. How, do you how do you assess that fight? I mean, who? how do you how do you break down that fight? You know, Weidman versus Rockhold. I mean, to me, on paper, it's probably the most evenly matched title fight the UFC could put on right now. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. I think, to be honest... And I always seem to underestimate um, uh, Chris Weidman, you know, he he always proves me wrong. And he may do so again, but I do see Luke Rockhold having the advantage. I think, you know, in the wrestling department, and that's where Chris has been able to dominate his opponents, 
Luke Rockhold trains with DC and uh, Cain Velasquez on a daily basis. So he should uh, be able to stop the takedowns. On the floor, you know, uh, Chris is amazing on the floor as well, but Luke is very, very talented. So I, I see him being kind of evenly matched on the ground. And Luke should be able to get back to his feet if he wants to. And then on the feet, you know, I've never been sold on Chris on the feet. He's a, he's a decent striker and he's got an incredible chin and he's very tough. So that's what's got him through a lot of things. But with Luke, Luke's much taller, he's much longer, he's got the range, he's got the southpaw, but more importantly, he's got the speed. He's much, much faster on the feet, he's much faster in his strikes, and he's much more diverse in his attack. So I see the fight playing out on the feet, and I see Luke having the advantage, and ultimately, I pick Luke to win that. Uh, sorry, uh, win the fight and get the title. Yeah, it's going to be a fascinating contest. And, and finally, yeah. um, the big one, Aldo v McGregor. Sure. Um, it's the one everyone's talking about. It should have happened in the summer, but we're finally going to get it uh, next weekend. Is Conor McGregor good enough to win this fight, or is Jose Aldo just that little bit too good? Well, you know, I go back and forth all the time, of course. I am Team Conor McGregor. You know, I wish him all the best. We share the same manager, and, uh, and you know, we're friends. So I will be rooting for him. But I just don't know. One day I think it's Conor. One day I think it's Jose. If I had to put money on it, I think Conor gets the job done. I really do. And the only reason I say that is that there's no flaws in Jose's game. Um, and I, I don't necessarily see Conor going out there and just... You know, when I, when I weigh up the fight, when I look at the strengths and weaknesses, I think they're very well matched. Um, but everybody has the time, and Jose has been at the top for so long. And at some point, you know, the times change. You know, somebody else becomes the champion. And if anybody's going to do it, the man to beat him is Conor McGregor. If anyone's going to do it, Conor will do it. That doesn't mean he will do it, but he certainly has the best chance out of anyone. So if I was to put money on it, I would pick Conor, but I'm just looking forward to seeing the fight and see how it all unfolds. Fantastic. And final one from me, mate, and I really do appreciate the time as always. Yeah, no, you're good, mate. You're good, Simon. Um, 2016, obviously you're, you're going to be kicking off kicking off your, your own fighting year quite early on with that fight in February. How many times, ideally, would you like to fight in the year? And have you got any kind of sort of defined plan for how you... how you What, what position do you see yourself in this time next year? Yeah, well, always, for me, optimal amount of fights per year is three fights per year. I've only got two in last year. I would have had three, but obviously I had to have elbow surgery, so that was a shame. So three fights would be great. I'm getting off to an early start. So, you know, one in April, May, something like that, and then one towards the latter end of the year, you know, August, October, something like that. Um, I mean, if I beat myself here, I'll be on a three-fight win streak against three very credible opponents. I've been around forever. Uh, of course, Wyman and Rockhold are going to play out. And then, you know, let's be honest, in front of me, uh, if Jack Ray beats Joel Romero, I see Jack Ray getting the next shot. But I, I would have to be considered somewhere close, you know. So if, if Rockhold wins, I would love to get that rematch with him. Obviously, we clashed heads in the first bout, and that was kind of instrumental as to what happened. If you watch the fight back, you see me constantly wiping blood out of my eyes. And, uh, and he landed a great kick whilst I was wiping my eyes. So, you know, all credit to the guy, but I would love a rematch. And, um, you know, yeah, 
So I, I think if a B, if a B gay guard try to get in the summer, and then if I was successful there, I think I would have to get a title shot. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, it'd be great to see. It'd be a long time coming. As you know, we've spoken about this before, and you probably said that. Yeah. Back. So. Uh, yeah, you know, I mean, obviously, you know, the fire's still burning. That's what I want. I know it's a tough road ahead of me. There's some fantastic talent in the middleweight division, but um, I ain't giving up any time yet, Simon. Good to hear. Good to hear. Well, but, listen, you have a safe, right, have a safe flight over to the states. I'll be over there from Monday myself. So hopefully, our paths will cross during next. Oh week. Well, well, hopefully, see you in Vegas. Good stuff. Good stuff. Have a safe oh, flight. I'll see you soon. Mate. All the best, bud.